We're very thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Representative Dr. Paul Jacobs. Uh, Doctor, thank you so much for your time. Well, you know, Will, we always enjoy being on with you. This is uh, it's a great way to uh, communicate with the folks, the constituents out there that we represent. I appreciate it. Well, I wanted to have you join us today to talk about a couple of issues, the first of which is a uh, rarity these days, and that is a veto from Governor Pritzker. Uh, this veto uh, had to do with a bill that would have ended the moratorium on new nuclear power plants in Illinois. Uh, what can you tell us about it? Yes, the, the, the bill is very specifically concerning the newer modular nuclear power plants. They're based on the very, very safely operated nuclear submarine fleet that the United States has and other other countries have nuclear power, but ours have been demonstrated to be extremely safe. They have very little um, waste that you have to concern, concern, be concerned with, but I think a lot of people are still a little bit concerned about that. We were under the understanding that the governor was behind this bill, uh, even up to the day before, so I'm not absolutely certain why he vetoed. I don't know I don't know if we'll have enough votes to override the veto, but the, the veto. But I, it is like you say, it's rare. But this is one of those things for Southern Illinois, particularly, as we lose our coal uh, generation plants, our uh, natural gas generation plants, the peaker plants, which we're losing left and right. These would be ideal platforms, ideal modular energy producers that would take up that slack. Um, I, I don't know why he vetoed it. Well, one of the uh, reasons that he had cited in the veto statement was that it was the language was too vague and it was going to lead to these, uh, you know, giant type of uh, nuclear facilities or something along those lines. I don't know if you had an opportunity to uh, review that statement or not. I'm pretty sure the way it was written, it it didn't uh, involve the uh, larger plants. It involved the smaller ones and if, it, if it's a matter of language i believe that the the house and the senate would probably work on an amendment that maybe we could uh, we could avoid the veto but it's very specific to the small nuclear power plants that that are extremely safe and, and as i said used in the submarine fleets for, for years decades yeah so they, they've been proven to be very very safe and very little waste Representative Jacobs with us today. We also received your press release as you uh, were countering the recent ruling that upheld the Illinois assault weapons ban. Uh, share with us, us your thoughts that were included there. You know, it still goes always back to two main points. One, why do you criminalize the people that don't go out and commit crimes? Uh and you're still continuing. The second point is you're still continuing to allow the people that do go out and commit crimes with illegal weapons. It's all in the sensationalism of the so-called assault weapons that they, the, the legislature has, the legislative body has decided to call everything assault weapons, even if it's semi-automatic. The truth of the matter is very few times are, are the so-called AR 
AK-15s and AK-47s, those are not used. They're less than, they're significantly almost impossible to put into any kind of figures. It's less than 1% are used. So we don't know why they are going after those particular things for people that legally have them. And you get you get the you know the complaint. Well, do you really need to have that? Well, you know, if you're a sportsman and you use those in a sportsmanlike manner, and you're shooting for fun and in competition, etc., you know that that is not the same thing uh, as as someone having a, a Gatling gun or some other thing that could be definitely construed as, as an automatic weapon. Automatic weapons have been outlawed for years and years, so I don't know what the state is planning on doing, uh, outlawing weapons that are uh, guns and, and firearms and rifles and shotguns that, that, that are actually extremely safe and used by people that are very, very extremely safe. Paul Jacobs with us today. What are you hearing from your constituents these days? What is the number one thing that's on their minds, uh, the phone calls that are coming into your office? Well, you know, particularly here, uh, we're getting an awful lot on the abortion issues. Um, you know, I think that they have they have uh, really overstepped by creating a state that is uh, having people coming in from all other states, regardless of income. And they, as soon as they come in, they're pregnant, they qualify for public assistance, and uh, the population that is against abortions is still required through tax dollars to pay for the pay for the abortions. I think that people are really upset about that in, in down here, uh, and that's something that we're going to continue to fight. Uh, I think the other thing is the uh, the, the whole Second Amendment <coughs> Floyd card issue, etc. Not being able to get them, but they they are taking care of issuing those much better than what they did. They finally got pretty well caught up. If anybody's having trouble with any of those things, definitely call the office. We have we have had very very good results working with the state police on getting uh, uh, Floyd cards, concealed carry cards, etc., back out to the people. Uh, those are those are still probably two of the biggest things. And the other thing is why can't we balance a budget? Uh, well, you know, I uh, we've used every bit of COVID money, we've used everything that we possibly can, and we're still adding about two billion dollars a year to the budget. Uh, which means they're creating more and more uh, programs that they just need to not do. I mean, it was eight, in 2018 we had a 38 billion dollar, 38 billion dollar budget, and then today the budget was 50 billion. That's that's two billion a year in that five six year period, and it's going up more and more and more. But our revenues are not going up. They they play with the revenues with smoke and mirrors and try to make them look like they're going up but the taxes have gone up considerably um those i think those are the things people are complaining about the taxes very much so uh they they uh you know they're they're not telling us where the money is going a lot of times too uh it's 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 unfortunate that we even have to deal with that but you know we're going to keep fighting that too we'd like to have a balanced budget the pensions fall into that same argument or that same discussion uh, people are worried still about their pension being there 20 years, 30 years down the road. Illinois State Representative Paul Jacobs with us today. One final question for you. We've been monitoring this um, Timothy Mapes trial. He was the one-time chief of staff for Illinois House Speaker Mike Madigan. Of course, Madigan goes on trial in the spring, I believe, in, in either uh, March or uh, April. Uh, what are your 
thoughts as we continue to see these types of trials uh, play themselves out? Well, the first thing that, that always comes to my mind is how come it's 40 years later? I can't believe that they have been allowed to gain the power that they gained uh, in one person and, and that has created a terribly loyal group of people that, are, that were willing to even go uh, they were willing to go to bat for, for uh, Mr. Madigan, period. And, uh, you know, I think that the, the uh, chickens are coming home to roost. Unfortunately, uh, for the guys and gals that were involved with Madigan, I think that most of this stuff is coming out. And we need to have it come out so that we don't repeat it. But I do worry in our state that is, that is still being very, very much run by a supermajority that it's going to be a difficult thing to still control ethics. Every ethics bill, I think we had a hundred in the last, let's see, the hundred and first, hundred second, hundred third legislative uh, sessions. We've had over a hundred different ethics bills that have, have not even made it into committees. And a few that have made it into committees have never been voted on the floor. Uh, there's, there's a tremendous amount of ethics that could be done uh, and, and, and written out so that you know exactly. There's no confusion on it. I, I think that the court cases will probably, I, I'm hoping that they'll be able to allow us to get some ethics bills passed that'll help us feel more comfortable with our legislators. State Representative Paul Jacobs, we thank you so much for your time, and we hope you have a great day. Hey, you too. I tell you what, it's a pleasure, Will, as always.